0: Welcome to Grow Up, the audio show gracing your ears, hosted by me, Jacqueline, and me, Taylor.
1: Now that we're grown, we reflect on growing up, glowing up, and look at different industries, ideas, and people that need to grow that F up.
0: We're talking back and looking forward to a future that feels more
1: like honey, led by people with a lot more heart. We serve up our pop culture analysis, real-life talks, and future forecasts, making predictions based on trends, sometimes data, and always our intuition.
0: We're here for a good time, so buckle up, and thanks for being a part of our community in the chaos. Hello, and happy to be recording. Hello. Um, I wanted to ask how your pole dancing class went.
1: Oh, yeah. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. And it's really fucking hard. Some things were easier than I expected them to be. And some things were a lot harder than I expected them to be.
0: Yeah, I just did my first ever pole dancing class like the first of April, the first Monday of April.
1: Ooh, Uh, this year? Yeah. And then I just did one. I I didn't even know you did one.
0: I thought it was funny that you did it. And I was telling myself, too. I was like, oh, what if it's awkward, whatever. And I I was, like, joking. It's, like, for the podcast. I was like, well, if anything, it's a story we could talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Well, tell me about yours. So I went uh, the first Monday of April, and then I just signed up for the last Monday of April because the lady said Mm. it'll be the same choreo. So mine was choreography-based. Okay. Which I didn't expect it to be. I thought it would be kind of more, like, here's a couple mini routines or like exercises you could do, like maybe a little bit more like a workout class. Everybody in there came like it was a dance class, and I was like, whoa.
1: Oh, the place that I went also does choreo classes, but the one I took was more of a pole intro class, so yeah. like building up your strength so that you can do things and so like That's learning what I would technique like to do. on Mine a Mine was called moves.
0: Intro to Pole, but I think maybe oh. it was like to get comfortable or like a fun introduction, and then yeah. they have other classes. But I I was wondering too if yours was like an intro, and it sounds like it was maybe more fitness forward.
1: Yeah, I mean we did burpees as a oh
0: yikes, (laughs) yeah,
1: (laughs) it was intense. But it was nice because it's a small class. There's only like six poles. Yeah, and the you know one of them is for the instructor, and she was so freaking muscular i was like oh my gosh want to be like her and i mean we learned how to climb the pole i got pole burn
0: oh wow
1: in between my thighs and on my foot i
0: had really bruised feet afterwards i did not come with any materials but i bought knee pads after going and i bought grippy socks but my feet were very
1: bruised what did you do in yours like we climbed the pole
0: ours was like here's a couple little mini three-step kind of sets and then we put them together and dance to Super Freak by Nicki Minaj.
1: (laughs) Of course. Obviously.
0: (laughs) But she said that she's doing the same choreo like every Monday in April so I was like well I went to the first one maybe I'll go to this one again I'm sure everybody else will be so good but it's like another reason for me to go relatively close because I was kind of intimidated. I definitely would go to another one but I went to a class and I was like oh I feel like I need to take a couple steps back before I could take this class so I'm just trying to go to another one to like get myself to go and we'll see
1: yeah ours didn't have any choreo but she would show us a move and then we would all practice the technique did
0: you go all Three the way up the pole?
1: I tried you know I hung I got up and then I pulled myself okay. up twice so uh-huh. I think if I would have gone like one one and a half more times I would have been at the top yeah But then I was like, how the fuck do I get down? Yeah. I was like, I I guess I just slide. (laughs) Yeah, But, you know, the pole's not supposed to be slippery, you know? Yeah. I don't know. They gave us, like, alcohol to clean the pole, like, when Mm -hmm. we were eating. Ours, too. because you need to get that traction. And then we did one where I was like, I hooked my knee on, Mm -hmm. I hooked my elbow on, and then grabbed my other leg, and I was, like, floating on the pole. Oh, Mm -hmm. And then we did one. We practiced just like picking ourselves up and like picking our legs up and trying not to hit your crotch into the pole. (laughs) Oh, we did close to the ground where you like go into a plank, but you have one arm on the pole and then you could put one arm back, but you're like planking.
0: Oh, whoa.
1: And so you're just gripping with your inner thighs. Um, for dear life. The instructor at
0: mine, like she was definitely very strong, but she put on like the loudest, biggest, black Leather of heels I'd ever seen, and she clapped her shoes together. And honestly, it was three weeks ago. That's all I remember. Was trying to play it cool when she would swing on the pole, and her heels would clack, and it just made me so nervous. I was like, "Damn, this is intense."
1: Uh, that noise is kind of sexy to me.
0: Well, it just kind of like puts <laughs> you on alert. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not good true. or bad,
1: but it's just kind of like, "Whoa!" I feel you. I got inspired to take mine because I followed this girl, cammy Arboles. Arboles? Oh yeah, I
0: follow her too.
1: Oh. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. She looks so effortless. She and taught I... SZA
0: how to pull dance. Yeah. For those of you who don't follow her, her name's Cammie. She's pretty popular, but she just is like movement- fluid, very, like, artistic, but it's all on the pole. And she's very strong. Like, a lot of her videos are her just, like, holding up her body or flipping herself around, doing it with other dancers. It's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, it really makes you appreciate anybody who gets up on a pole. It's so hard. Even to just spin around it and make it look good. Yeah, I felt like I looked so awkward.
0: (laughs) We did the spin around a couple of times. There's probably like three different spins, hooking one leg, going the other way, using your arms. And I kind of, rather than doing like one fluid spin, it was like a one, two, three, four
1: (laughs) kind of around. I don't know how you go smooth, especially when your leg's rubbing on it. Like definitely I have bruises. From it for sure and like my skin peeled a little bit on my foot you know Ooh, would you I do another that was class when I was climbing yeah I already signed up to go yeah <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> yeah literally every part of me is sore right now really yeah thighs calves the glutes my abs my lats my triceps it's all <laughs> sore <laughs> I'm like dying yeah well and you kind
0: of just think like well I want to be able to do this, so like, what does it require? And it requires like actual strength, so it's like strength building for sure. Oh, we're both gonna go back.
1: Look at us. Have fun. Look at us. We're gonna become pole dancers in our (laughs) thirties. Yeah,
0: hottest (laughs) decade.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Is there anything else you wanted to touch on before we hop in?
1: No, another seamless transition from us, as we're known
0: (laughs) for. I was inspired to bring this episode back to the top of our queue today. We wanted to talk about mommy bloggers and if. If you're familiar, then you might have an idea of where this is gonna go, but if not, we're gonna travel there together. But it was funny, I was watching an episode of a show younger. There was an episode of one of the characters having a baby and that baby getting an Instagram, and it reminded me that we've talked about mommy bloggers and kind of wanting to just bring it to the pod, so I'll ask you, or I guess maybe we should start with, like, the definition. Like, what is a mommy blog? So, it's, like, lifestyle blog but turned mommy. So, like, what's in my bag turned to what's in my diaper bag, how we pack the stroller, stuff like
1: that. What do you think? I mean, I find that content pretty interesting. I follow a few mommy bloggers. I don't know if they're, like, considered typical mommy bloggers, but... Yeah,
0: or if they would even call themselves mommy bloggers, but, like, yeah. we'll put them in the under the umbrella.
1: Like, Bobby Althoff. I don't know how to say her last name. But she calls her kids, not by their actual names, but, like, Concrete and Richard,
0: <laughs> I think I've seen that.
1: And then um there's another girl named Chloe again. I don't know her last name. It's K. It's like Kiritninick. <laughs> um Go follow um, these people. It... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got that one, right? Yeah, go, um, go. She's kinda gonna- She's kind of a, well, they're both younger, actually. I think they're both, mm. like, 26. But I follow her. She does share her kids more than Bobby does. Bobby actually, like, took off any of the content that showed her kids. Chloe still has some, uh, and she has a daughter. I don't know if it's just one daughter or two. And I guess, like, Bird's Papaya would almost be considered a mommy blogger at this point. I don't follow any of those accounts. Some of them oh, sound really? familiar,
0: but I don't know that. You'd they're probably know off the birds the papaya. And like that sounds familiar and the like concrete and whatever else she calls her. <laughs> Richard. Kid, like <laughs> Richard.
1: <laughs> like yeah. that
0: sounds familiar. And I'm sure I've seen them on my for you page, but I think that there is just like a lot of different types of I mean, there's so many content creators, that's so like a dumb thing to say. But there's a lot of people in this mom lifestyle sphere for sure.
1: Yeah. Do you follow any?
0: I follow some, like, there's a a local girl here in Phoenix, her name's Sakura, and so I don't know if she would call herself a mommy blogger, but, like, most of her content is about, like, her life as a mom and her child. On TikTok, it was funny, like, when we were waiting to record, I scrolled through my TikTok and it was, like, three mommy blog accounts, so I see them on TikTok all the time. I don't know if I follow, like, that many big accounts, but I definitely, like, engage with the content. I like the baby naming videos, I like, like, Mm -hmm. Let's Plan My Nursery, even just, like, fun day-to-day things of there's a girl a day in the life of a new york mom and she has two daughters who are in elementary school i really like her content i just followed her so i would say yes but kind of more broadly
1: i don't know if you heard it was like a controversy around her and her content it's this mom who like is always making everything from scratch and in all her videos she has like uh That angle, you know, on her head that she's Uh always like holding this angle with like a a (laughs) smile just with the lips you know, no teeth.
0: I've gone into the no teeth smile lately.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. But um, I follow her now since the controversy. What was the controversy? They're just like, why is she holding her head like that? And everybody was just (laughs) talking about it because they're like, it's so weird. But I'm like. She's doing it for the views, like that's why. Yeah,
0: at this it's point, not that if you're all deep. Like it's, yeah,
1: it's for the views. Yeah, <laughs> like she's stirring it up. I don't know. Maybe it's comfortable for her. It does look really awkward though. Like her neck looks strained at times. But
0: yeah, maybe she thinks it's like a good angle.
1: I know, but she literally is a person who doesn't have a bad angle. <laughs> so oh
0: yeah, then it's probably just for the views.
1: <laughs> yeah i know it's so weird but i kind of like her content i mean it's like let's make my kids breakfast and it's like french toast casserole from scratch like making the bread
0: (laughs) yeah that's one thing with mommy blogs and i guess their accounts like typically run by the mom you know they could be something else i don't know i don't want to get too deep into the definition i think we all can kind of surmise what a mommy blog is and have seen them online. I love the, like, cooking for my family content. Like, that's something that I probably watch a lot
1: of. I also follow one... Utah mom oh. Whitney
0: oh that's what I was gonna say Whitney
1: I love it I don't know what her last name oh. is <laughs> I if don't you know. type in <laughs> Whitney mom talk you're gonna find her there's been some controversy around her but uh, controversy just around <clears throat> the Utah Mormon mom talk in yeah. general I think there is, is a lot of like so weird to me it's just like a whole other universe
0: yeah there's always a lot of controversy around like the Mormon moms on TikTok around mom talk or around mommy bloggers it's funny someone we both follow uh, Lauren Giraldo
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> she is a local Arizona influencer um, inventor
1: of 12330
0: inventor of 12330 but she has like a natural progression of she was an influencer she's been online for a very very long time and she recently just came out as pregnant and so it's interesting <laughs> came
1: out as pregnant came out as <laughs> pregnant
0: out of the closet <laughs> out of the closet but it, it was kind of this thing of like she's sharing and she's said too that she's sharing in a time that she feels comfortable. These are all things that have already happened. She's editing her gender reveal at three months, now at seven months, like able to look at it in so much hindsight. And even that is very different from some of the other content on there. Like some of it is like so kid focused and you may not even know the mom. You would know the kid more than you would know the mom. Some of it is influencers who just happen to be moms. I was listening to a podcast about Molly May, who's one of the big influencers who've come out of Love Island. And they were saying that Molly Mae, there's like a joke amongst people that she became a mom for the content that like the content well was running dry so you have new things to post about. If you have a baby, now you can kind of take all your followers on this new exciting journey. So it's interesting. I think that it's a spectrum and it kind of depends on what's right or wrong for you, but there is always buzz or controversy. (laughs) I mean,
1: any kid related content gets the views. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at toys. Look at the kids' sections and stores. There's so much to consume as a parent for your children. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like a huge market. And being a mommy blogger, at least to me, I mean, I could see why it's like... An attractive thing, yeah. Especially as a too. mom who like wants to be with their kids.
0: And I think it could be like, oh, I I want to share. I want to connect. I think a lot of moms feel kind of isolated. There's not very many kid friendly spaces that like moms and single people are all hanging out. So I could see the want to share, and I could also see the want to like learn. If maybe you don't have a community of moms around you, going online and following these mommy bloggers is like a great way to get recs and. Recommendations and to
1: feel like you can connect with people. Yeah, like I get the draw. Totally. So I don't necessarily blame them, but you know, I definitely now after learning what I've learned, and we'll talk about this stuff too as we get into it more. But that girl Chloe that I mentioned, she like shares her daughter's face, but like Bobby doesn't. But now, if I'm following new people, I'm only going to follow moms who do not share content that's their kids. Yeah, It could be about your kids, but not your kids.
0: (laughs) I don't think about it all the time. Sometimes I just see a video and I like it, you know, like we're all uh, living on the same internet and just continuously scrolling. But if a certain video comes up and it's like, oh, like here's a kid having a funny moment, if I'm like gonna like it or if I see the same video, I do try to go back to the page and see like what kind of content is it. Is every single thumbnail, like the kid's face, is every single video very much centered around the kid being like the joke or the entertainment is this just kind of a funny one-off video and like you can sometimes even see it
1: and sometimes these pages that are posting these content aren't even the parents Mm. i've noticed and sometimes it's like funny kid videos and so I'll, i'll like go look i mean there was just like a bio video i saw the other day i can't remember what it was exactly but it was a kid and i go and click and it's not the parents at all. This page looks totally random, like, not mm-hmm. a page I would ever follow. It reminds me of the pages on Facebook that I probably followed when I was like 14 or whatever. It's like, yeah. I like hamburgers or whatever. (laughs) And then it's just posting the most random shit. It's like pages like that. And so I'm like, so they don't even own the content. And now we're commenting about this child on a page that not even somebody related to him has control over. You know, the comments were fairly innocent from what I was going through. Like, it was a cute, funny video. And so that's what people were saying. Like, oh my God, how cute, how funny. Yeah. So it was comments like that. But I'm like, what is this page... Motive for like reposting this stuff, and it wasn't like a page that was good news or nice news Mm. or some organization like that. Something with like
0: a following and like a face and kind of an online morality. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's like a total bot looking page. Yeah,
0: something that's like for the views, that's probably scamming it from like another platform, taking highlights of YouTube videos or stealing other people's reels and putting them on TikTok, putting TikToks on reels. That is like a whole other weird side of it too, where just when you put this content out about your kid, you really don't know where it's going to end up. And Mm -hmm. being online, it's like a scary place for a kid. And we were both online fairly young and I even have memories of friends doing things online where I'm like, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. But imagine if you weren't even the driving force behind it, if it was your
1: parent. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think of just being an influencer in general, especially as a woman, is dangerous to yourself. You know, think about like stalker situations or yeah. these parasocial relationships that you know, I have parasocial relationships with people that I follow online, you know, where I feel like I care about them, you know. I feel like mm-hmm. we're friends at some sort of level. Yeah. Not really, though, you know, but it feels that way. People can develop parasocial relationships with other adults. They're also going to develop these parasocial relationships with children yeah. that they're seeing online too. And then it leads to this weird thing of having some sort of ownership over them too. And yeah. Feeling like you're involved in their life. One big page, you've probably seen him. Her handle is City Girl Gone Mom.
0: Okay.
1: She posts her son Brady, who's always dancing. And he's like uh-huh. a really, really good dancer. And hilarious, really such a ham. Yeah, I do think I know. Yeah, and posting him, and all I can think about lately is like, what is this boy going to think about all this content when he's an adult? I mean, him saying really funny, sassy things, you know, he is definitely a ham, and he's fun to watch. He's a really good dancer. But again, I've found comments on his page before that are concerning.
0: Yeah,
1: ugh. She's a page that, you know, she'll post Videos of just her, but a lot of her content is just videos of him. And she has other children, but they're not posted. I don't even know the names of her other children. I know she has that's, a daughter who also that's dances. That's an interesting
0: dynamic.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's insanely popular. You know, I don't know how many followers he has off the top of my head, but, you know, I think about that a lot. Yeah.
0: There are family channels where they're kind of talk about the whole family sometimes especially on youtube i think they're like very much prank oriented like a lot of stuff on youtube is i don't engage with anything like that
1: family but... pages are kind of weird to me
0: and i feel like they're like, even another level of
1: weird like the mommy it's like blogs cringe and not yeah. a cool way
0: Not a way at all. And there's been some crazy stories of real abuse among these family channels. Mm -hmm. Of, like, the kids constantly working, working, but, I mean, making videos, working. Um, being taken out of school, having, like, very low living conditions. Sometimes it's the commenters on videos like this who are, like, pointing out things like that. And, I mean, crazy situations where people are using their kids for content. And, yeah, I, I don't know what it looks like when you just have, like, one kid. There's always the thing of, Oh, they wanted to act. They wanted to sing. Like, this is what Miley Cyrus always wanted. This is what Drew Barrymore always wanted. Like, very much tying back to our child star episode. But the narrative that a lot of those women are coming out with right now, maybe they're not able to, to fully see it because it's their life. It's their parent, their mom. But a lot of times it was not in their best interest. And so mm. I have a hard time believing that all this kid-centered content on mommy vlogs and family channels... I don't know that that's in the kid's best interest.
1: Yeah. Well, once you become one of these pages that's like parent run, but it's for a child or yeah. you're a mommy blogger, but all you're posting is your kid and not you blogging, then your kid becomes the commodity. Like that's what you're selling is your kid performing in some sort of aspect rather than making educational content about being a mother. Mm-hmm. It's such a big difference and it puts the pressure on the child to perform. And then it also, I'm like wondering what it does to the relationship between mother and child too, because you're always having a camera in between you two when you're communicating. And then how does your child view you? But like, You know, another aspect when it comes down to consent, too, is that even if your child does want to perform and does say, Get out your camera and record me, me as an adult, there's no way I can even understand or comprehend the vastness of the internet and the amount of people that are online. We just do not have the capacity to comprehend that. It might as well be an infinite. Number of people because it truly is the whole entire world can have access to this content if you're you know posting it in the way that these people are for four views. To monetize and make money off of it. And even if a child says, Yeah, record me, they can't even begin to understand the amount of people that this video could reach once it's posted on your account. It's just really crazy. I mean, there's one mom who shared her story, Katie Rose Pritchard, and we'll link this article too in the show notes, but she like found her daughter's pictures being used online, you know, and being posted by an account that wasn't her. Luckily, it wasn't in a way that was sexual or anything, which, yeah. yeah which that does happen quite a bit but that's what was the wake-up call for her to take all that content down and be like wow truly anyone can go and screen grab anything that you're posting on the internet and use it however they please there's like a couple people that i follow that to speak out about this mom uncharted and then yeah. barrett paul and you know barrett paul he got to this point where he had to take a break from speaking out about this because he had gone to such dark depths of the internet and what he saw like literally broke him
0: and it's not just like the pictures it's the environment that they're being put into and that's what you have no control over even if Mm -hmm. even if there's the idea of oh well it's an innocent enough picture when people are in a Anonymous, quote unquote, safe online space, surrounded by people who they think think like mindedly to them, it'll lead to some like pretty dark conversations. And I think the mom uncharted on TikTok, she says like how easy it is to find these suggestive comments or to find these keywords that in chat rooms mean things you you wouldn't even think of. And let's say it's not predatory or suggestive, but even to think that there could be a side conversation that you're just not in on about your child and the way that you're putting them online. I just think it's too much of a risk. Yeah, It, it, it doesn't seem worth it to me. No,
1: there's definitely the coded language that these predators use, you know. Also, too, it's like, where do you draw the line then as you, like, start to commodify your child? How far do you take it? Especially as you start to get more and more views or financially rely on your child even more and more. It's mm-hmm. like, how far do you take it? And Mama Uncharted has exposed a few, uh, not a few. A lot of pages who are exploiting their children, even in the sexual ways themselves. Like there was yeah. one page that she talked about where this mom was selling photos, like bikini trions of her daughters, photos. yeah, yeah, and leotards, and it's like that mother cannot be that ignorant to know what. Do people want those photos Amazon
0: wish lists of like little dresses and little bathing suits. Two pieces. Two pieces. And then posting pictures and saying thank you to the followers. At that point, like you kind of begin to question what the intentions are because money is being brought into the household. Some of it legitimate. You know, a lot of times these kids are in like posts, in ads, on stories, on multiple forms of multiple platforms. So it could be bringing money into that household you know going back to our child star episode it's like exploitation of your kid Mm -hmm. and i just think if you're not able to like connect those dots in your head just to ask
1: yourself like why would grown men I, i think they know
0: yeah it's rough
1: i think they know i mean it To me, it's hard a form of prostitution. Yeah. It really is. I mean, they're literally selling their child's body online. So not in the physical realm, but they're still selling their child's body.
0: And I'm thinking about this too. Like, there are so many people who are really willing to like step aside and allow their child to be exploited just to put your child into the center of that. Like, I mean, I see so many TikTok videos of, oh, this wound up on the wrong side of TikTok. Like, please bring me back. Like the... The wrong people are commenting on my videos. Also, to your point, like, the internet is so vast. Josh's viral TikTok is probably, like, the most views I've ever seen on a video. I think it has, like, over 30 million views, which I don't typically see. And it scares the shit out of me that there's, like, a piece of our house you can see in that video, and it's so online. And, like, I don't know where that would go. And it would take somebody a lot they would have to go through long lengths to follow up on anything and and you know why would they Mm -hmm. but i just think add in a couple more elements add in the parasocial relationship that we said earlier add in that these people are invested in like a child's growth and their big moments i think even uh Kendall Jenner has come out and said she does not like that her first period was talked about on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And that was on E! And, like, that show's still going, and her family's still making it, so it's a tsunami.
1: Yeah, totally. There's this gal, Cam, whose handle is Scorpio on TikTok. And that's not like her real name. She changed her name. So it is her real name. Cam's her real name now. But it wasn't her name when she was a child growing up. And she was part of a family where she was posted all online. And she spoke out at this one hearing. Some built HB 1627 that is in Washington State that they're trying to pass to protect children of influencers and being able to, once they turn 18, being able to remove all that content from online. Which is only a start because if anybody knows anything about being online, you know nothing's ever gone forever. But she spoke out and a lot of her content is dedicated to this. And one story that I read about is that when she was 12 years old, she was riding in bikes on her neighborhood around you know, with her friend throughout around her neighborhood, like any 12 year old does. And she got a message from a man who informed her that she had seen her out with her friend riding oh, her bike at 12 years old. And then she's like, well, how much does this man know about my life now? Yeah. Like, has he seen all this content online? Is that how he found me? You know, she got to the point where she was just, like, so terrified of meeting any stranger because any stranger on the street could have you seen don't know. her content. You just see numbers on a screen. Well, behind each of those views is a person. Yeah. To so even fathom that that's how many people... I mean, like you said, Josh's video with 30 million views. I mean, how many people are... In the United States. Or in a city. Yeah. (laughs) That's like a whole city. There's six million.
0: Well, I joked about that. I was like, everyone in Phoenix saw your video. There's six million people in Phoenix and 30 million people saw the video.
1: So that's Uh, five Phoenixes. Yeah. Which Phoenix is like, what, in the top 10 largest cities in the U.S.? Yeah.
0: You just have no idea like how many people. it It's just crazy. There's a YouTuber I follow too, his name's Casey Neistat, and he does really cool videos and he shared his wife being pregnant, in kind of like an arty way I'd say. You know highlight reel shared some things of his of his daughters um and after he had two daughters they were living in new york city and he said he decided to no longer put just their faces even just not have their whole face or their whole body just kind of have it be like a little bit more step back a little bit more far away a little bit more blurred but he just didn't want his children to be the focus of any video picture really in any frame because he got into a taxi cab and this seemingly like gruff, chain-smoking, drunk taxi driver not that they all are, but just this one asked, hey, how is your daughter? Where's your daughter? Um, And said her name. And he thought, who the fuck is this guy? How does he know I have a daughter? How does he know her name? And why does he want to know where she is? I mean, I don't have kids, but I feel like that would send a chill down my back. Uh, Oh,
1: absolutely. I mean, that sends a chill down my back now. And I don't even know who you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But just the fact that he had that experience, you know, is terrifying. And I feel like nowadays... There's no excuse. If you're a mommy blocker, you've definitely heard about this. And I'm sure you've gotten comments where you've had to go and block pages because of what they're commenting on your content. Yeah. Like, there's just no excuse nowadays. And if you're not protecting your children online, I mean, basically to be alive is to also exist online these days. And if you're not protecting them there, you're also not doing your due diligence to protect them in the real world because of the crossover. Well, Um, you and
0: I have talked about this too. Like, we don't really see ourselves wanting to share our kids online. And I really don't think... I'll change my mind like i think kristen bell she puts like emojis over her kids faces that's one approach i don't personally like it. it's not really my vibe it makes me feel like when uh i was in eighth grade and i got a myspace i think my eighth grade teacher was saying that he was upset his what was it he was asking the class would you prefer to set your profile picture as just your face or your whole body and i think we set our whole body And we said, yeah, because it's further away, like you can't really see the face, who really knows like who you are, it's like so small. And he said that he was upset his daughter made a profile with her whole body because now her whole body could be seen. Any guy who saw it could see her whole body just in the profile picture, you know, I think maybe you could see her shoulders and her legs, I don't know. It just kind of makes me want to go back to those rules, like especially with your kids. So many parents I know like share the medical stats of their kid, six month checkup, here's how much they weigh, here's what we're loving right now. like it's cute and if you have a private profile and it's like for your family like I, I wouldn't say this pertains to you But it really just is. You don't know who's going to see those images. Your digital footprint lasts forever. And I think it's like a new layer of parenthood. Parentness is being conscious of your child's online presence before they're aware of it. There comes a time that kids become aware of it, but especially when they're like so little.
1: I mean, you have to be the parent. You have to be the adult. And to just exploit your child like this is just... Ugh, so gross to me and not excusable at all. I will be following mommy bloggers that are actually vlogging about being mothers and their experiences as a mom. You know, it's so hard because I, like you mentioned earlier, like I have enjoyed content that's just like a kid doing something funny or cute. Like children are adorable and they do say the darndest <laughs> yeah. things. Like I enjoy that, but I just don't think it's worth it to have that be posted i mean even kids doing news interviews or the kid who's the corn song like came yeah. from him trying corn like i kind of feel bad for him now they've been trying to capitalize on the whole corn thing you know yeah. he's having made follow-up videos now his whole identity is enwrapped wrapped in this whole just his comment of him trying yeah. corn like now that's become his identity because it's making them money
0: yeah, it's funny because, like, we almost talk to each other like that, like, oh, like, this hot trend, like, you better hop on it. When Josh's video went viral, everyone was like, how are you going to capitalize on this? Like, what are you going to do? Like, this is your shot. How are you going to make the most of it? And we're also projecting that and putting that pressure on kids. To have this viral moment is, like, such a shooting star. And you have to, like, take it for all of its all that it's worth and, like, squeeze all the juice out of it, even if yeah. you're six
1: and they don't even know what's happening. They just know they're getting all this attention. And if you're, you know, young and getting attention, you're going to continue to do the thing that gets you attention. Yeah. And it's just sad because I just think about once they're adults, how are they going to feel about all this? And, yeah, you know, I can't even imagine. And we've already started to see, like, influencers who have chosen to be an influencer reaching that burnout level. Yeah, of like,
0: stepping back. Mm-hmm.
1: Because they can't even keep up with the pressure to perform once you have that sort of following. So I think even the people who aren't predators, there still could be some weird relationship involved with the people who are watching these kids like grow up before their eyes. You know, like I said, I'll enjoy a video here and there. And, you know, I did follow that kid Brady dancing before I, like, knew about this. But now I'm just, like, I find it weird to want to follow a child like that and watch them grow up. Like, I just want them to be a kid. (laughs) I don't want to be that involved in their life like that. It's just weird to me that there's so many people out there that will follow that kind of content that aren't predators, that are normal people.
0: Yeah, and I think it is just, like, the the cuteness of kids. And I think—I'm worried I'm going to, like, get too political with this, but it's like, you know, when they're cute and make, like, 60-second videos, like, we love to follow them. But, like, what are we really doing to protect and take care of these kids? And in, like, the entertainment industry, there are things in place, you know, like, maximum work hours, tutors, parents need to be there a certain amount, going to school— that's not always the case with these online presences because it's happening at home. It's between you and your parent. It's hard to stick up to your parent, especially when there's a camera in your face all the time, especially when you know, like, mom likes or I'm rewarded when I perform well. Like, it's it's a tricky dynamic.
1: Or saying we aren't going to eat if this video doesn't go yeah, viral.
0: Yeah, yeah. You like know, you're, we you're need not a new gonna car. get that.
1: Yeah. You know, you're not gonna get that toy you want if this video doesn't hit this yeah. amount of views. I'm or, sure that's happening.
0: Or just give me sixty seconds and I'll do whatever you want. Or one more take and let's do whatever, you know. Um Yes. It's a slippery slope. And I just think I have a hard time wanting to consume it as well. And although I think it's cute, I am kind of trying to step away from it a little bit more where I like the general content. Now I see like a way to do it and a way not to do it oversharing or sharing too much about the kid or when the videos, if I'm just seeing the kid's face in the video, then that means all the kid is seeing is a camera. And that to me is almost just like a certain video style that I'm just not that into anymore. Like they are cute when they come up every once in a blue moon, but I think it's just Seeing what's behind the camera, and we all say like Instagram versus reality, like all the stress behind this Instagram post, I had to take 200 videos and screamed at my sister and cried over the sunset lighting, like that's all happening to these kids.
1: And to me, it's something I'd rather draw a hard line on it, rather than gamble with what's the threshold of being okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not worth the gamble. Yeah. You know? I'd rather opt out. Yeah. And it's really sad to me that this parents feel like it is just for the money.
0: I can't even
1: imagine being a parent and feeling that way about your child. Like, what did you have kids for?
0: Yeah. It's going to be really interesting, like, years from now. I think there is going to be a whole generation who's really been documented online, either by big influencers or even just every parent now is taking constant videos and pictures of their kids. Every two-year-old knows how to take a selfie. Like, oh my god. Professional
1: photos. I know. I sound so old, but... (laughs) I mean, my cousin wanted to have the second person in her delivery room instead of being her mother be her photographer.
0: (laughs) Wow. yeah, yeah, that kid's going to be documented as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just interesting to think about like how this conversation will change too. I don't feel like the status quo maybe thinks exactly the same way that you and I do not for any like malicious reason, but just, you know, we're all new online and we're all operating in different ways and only see what we see. And I think like you said, just now that I know what I know, I think some people just like may not know.
1: I mean, and I definitely blame the parent more than the consumer of the content. Oh,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. because the parent knows.
0: The parent knows.
1: I mean, I'm curious, you know, what everybody else thinks about mommy bloggers. I'm kind of over them. I think there's another conversation to be had, too, about, like, the ties to mommy bloggers and, like, MLMs. And, Yeah. you know, I get it. It's hard living out here. We want a way to make money and to also spend time with our children. And I think that's what these mommy vloggers start out looking for. But it's a slippery slope. Yeah. I mean, literally, once you, like, gain wealth and power, like, it it changes your brain chemistry. And you're going to do things that you probably said you would never do. And I think that's what this road leads to for a lot of them
0: that just reminded me and maybe I have a way to tie up this episode I was inspired by this by the an episode of Younger and um the end of the episode kind of gets to kind of exactly what you're saying is you do things you wouldn't expect yourself to do so in the course of one episode they have a baby the baby gets an Instagram the baby becomes the influencer and they started getting all this free stuff great for the household stroller they couldn't afford Well, then it's like sunglasses and it's like, well, the baby doesn't need sunglasses. And it's like, well, you need sunglasses. What's good for me is good for the baby. Slowly but surely, then I think alcohol comes into play and it's like, oh, no, we can't do that. Ha ha. Okay, slowly but surely. And it ends with the baby's going to sponsor butt plugs. And the dad is like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. That's where I draw the line. And the friend the friend who's running the account is like, come on, what's good for us is good for the baby. Like, who cares? And it's like, no, we can't do that. Honestly, I thought it was such a funny episode. And the way I'm describing it now is probably like a six out of 10. But just when you're getting wrapped up and all of this money and attention is coming towards you, it is so easy to get wrapped up in the whirlwind. And I think you may likely do things you never thought you would do i had a girl i went to college with just posted on her instagram story cute 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 picture of her baby right underneath the promo code to get 20 percent off for what he's selling that's her affiliate link Ugh. and it's just like is that really what you you want to do
1: nobody's safe from capitalism not even babies
0: <sighs> not even babies
1: they're selling straight out of the womb <laughs> Use their code to get 20% off burp cloth.
0: Burp cloths, yeah. I think this was, like, sick baby beanies. And I was like, okay.
1: Oh my god. You could post about all that stuff in a way that doesn't include your baby. I agree. It's not necessary to even post that kind of content. You know, even if you do want to be a mommy vlogger, you can do it without posting your child.
0: Yeah, and I will say, like, your baby is so cute. It's the cutest one that we've ever seen. It has the cutest personality. Like, from what I see, it's like, oh, I'm just so obsessed with my own baby. It's like, I'm sure you are. But just try to remove yourself from that just a step, maybe two. And just think, is blasting their face the best way for me to express how obsessed I am?
1: Yeah. Or if you want to post your baby, have your baby be facing you and take Mm -hmm. the photo in front of you. Post the back of the head. You can't recognize the baby from the back of its head. Mm -hmm. I can hardly recognize the baby sometimes from its front. (laughs) yeah they all look the same they're all babies they're not developed yet you know so crazy but i highly recommend checking out content from mom uncharted barrett paul it's not easy to watch what they're talking about but i think it's so necessary because we just truly do not understand what goes on in all the corners of the internet and it is it is not a safe place period it's not a safe place
0: period and it's especially not a safe place for kids
1: I've seen a lot of unwarranted dicks on the internet. Yeah, just think of how many you (laughs) see at a very young age. Just
0: think of all the shit that you've accidentally, accidentally found, or just were a little too curious and found. And and I was a nobody. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I don't even have no promo codes (laughs) for my baby socks (laughs) (laughs) and burp cloths. Yep. Well, that's the episode. We'll be back in two weeks. We publish on Wednesdays now.
0: We publish on Wednesdays now. Follow us on Instagram at Grow Up Pod, Grow Without the O. Also, if anybody is in the Phoenix area, this episode is going to come out before my next clothing swap. Community Closet AZ, 10 bucks at the door. You should come and swap
1: till you drop. May 6th. Yeah, get some cute clothes. Have fun. Do something good for the earth.
0: Do something good for the earth and your closet.
1: Yeah, love it.
0: All right. See you next time. See you next time. This was fun. Bye.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening, besties. You can follow us wherever you listen to podcasts or watch our special video episodes directly on Spotify. Oh, and make sure you're following our socials at growup.pod. Join our email list too to make sure you never miss an episode and to stay in the loop
0: on all the cool stuff we're doing. You can find us online at growuppod.com. Remember,
1: that's grow without the O. We do this all for you and just a little for us. So thank you so much for being part of our community in the chaos. We'll see you next week. Bye, Taylor. Bye, Jacqueline.